0: This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. And this week, we're discussing the factors behind recent grain market fluctuations with Kent Beadle, a Commodity and Financial Markets Analyst for CHS Hedging. Well, Kent, as the corn planting season winds down now, how much confidence does the market really have in USDA estimates on planted acres?
1: Uh, Not very much, Mike, uh, is is the answer to that question. when the prospective plantings report came out at the end of March, uh, it it had a sum total of about 316 million acres uh, to principal crops. And uh, the USDA in the past has suggested that, you know, that number of, of full acreage might be something closer to 319. And so uh, at a minimum, the marketplace is is believing that there's probably three million acres that are out there that might come into, you know, most likely corn, uh, given the the prices that we've had recently. Um, if we go back to the early part of the last decade, 2011 through 2013, uh, we actually bumped that acreage number up to about 323 million acres, plus or minus. So there are some people out there that think there could be another three or four million out there that could get planted. And so as a result of that, that's where you get some of the acreage estimates, such as the one as IHS Market came out with a week and a half ago, saying that they thought it was 96.8 million acres. Now, the, the marketplace recently has been quick to adopt that larger number. And that's part of the reason we've had some, um, some downward pressure on the marketplace, uh, in our opinion, we're not going to see a number quite that high. Um, and we're anticipating that we're going to end up with about 93 and a half million corn, uh, which should, uh, which is still, you know, a, a decent jump and maybe another 500,000 acres of soybeans plus or minus. Um, uh, some of which might come at the expense of wheat in the state of North Dakota.
0: So we'll find out what USDA says June 30th when the report comes out.
1: We certainly will.
0: All right, let's talk about weather, both here in the U.S. and around the world. What are you watching?
1: Well, uh, you know, obviously it's the time of the year where uh, North American growing season is, is prominent, and we've had uh now about a week and a half of some pretty good moisture coming up from the gulf of mexico and so we've uh, shrunk the area of concern uh where uh in the state of iowa for example uh we started out the year very dry and there was a fairly sizable pocket of uh, uh of uh acres in the western part of the state for sure that that were showing up on the drought monitor um you know that area has has shrunk, uh, but we're also watching areas up in Minnesota and the Dakotas and North Dakota particularly where, um, you know, we haven't been quite so lucky as of late. And, uh, you know, we expect that when the drought monitor comes out uh, uh, on Thursday that we're going to see that those areas are, are still an area of concern. We're also watching, you um, South America and uh, Brazil, particularly, where they're growing their second crop of corn, the Safrina crop. And uh, we've seen recently uh, trade estimates for the size of that crop drop fairly dramatically. Uh, We were at 109 million tons from the USDA going into the May report. They lowered it to 102. Uh, There are a number of trade estimates uh, that are in the low 90s and a few that are actually even below 90. you know, we've seen a few forecasts put a little bit of rain back in uh, to the central part of the country. Uh, the northern part of the country, uh, up in Mato Grosso, is is uh, actually doing just fine. Uh, but when you get down into Rio Grande do Sul, Paraná, um, some of the other uh, more southern parts of Brazil, they just haven't had much rain and uh, really doesn't look like uh, we're going to see much. And so um, you know, we're watching for any change in that situation, but we do think that the, that the smaller crop in uh, Brazil is ultimately going to be very good for uh, uh, exports in the United States uh, for, uh, you know, much of next year.
0: Let's switch to China. They were buying a lot on consecutive days and then it started to slow down. Uh, what do you see them doing moving forward?
1: Well, domestically, their prices are still quite high. Uh, they're, they're still north of $10 a bushel and, um, everything that we've seen from them suggests that for the most part, they need the corn. Um, we have seen our export shipments and, and inspections on a weekly basis. Um, you know, topping that 700,000 tons to over a million tons uh, per week. And we're actually anticipating that that's going to continue. And and, uh, we're not looking for much in the way of old crop cancellations. Now, the sales you mentioned have been for new crop. Um, You know, their old crop purchase program is is pretty well done. Uh, But because of the smallness of the South American safrinha crop and, um, you know, concerns about uh, you know their own domestic uh, prices and uh, commodity inflation you know they continue to buy uh, keep in mind that they ran their stocks down fairly low during the trade war which is something that's not necessarily reflected in USDA statistics by the way but but their price uh, you know belies what the true situation is in China and so you know they're being very active in the new crop time frame we think size of the program is going to be somewhere between 12 to 15 million tons at a minimum um, we've currently announced about nine million tons of that and we think there's more to go
0: a lot of people wondering about that so that uh, that's encouraging you think they have a lot of purchasing yet to do yet
1: uh, we certainly do um, uh, both new crop corn as well as new crop soybeans uh, you know I mean we've We've had, we have a pretty good chunk of new crop bean sales on, but we think that that number will get bigger as well. And, um, they haven't been quite as, uh, active or as, as needy in the soybean market as of late because, uh, the size of the Brazilian bean crop was in fact a little bit larger than anticipated. And they're currently, uh, executing out of South America, but that's going to change, uh, sometime here in July or August. And, uh, you know, we'll start to see a a fairly active uh, pace of new crop bean sales begin at that time.
0: That's Kent Beadle, a commodity and financial markets analyst for CHS Hedging. Thanks for joining us around the table. Learn more about the benefits of cooperative ownership at cooperativeownership.com.